This is a Looney Goons project. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Looney Goons podcast. This is our first of many, and we are three best friends that uh, just got bored and tired with the whole 2020 quarantine and want to do something more with what little we're given. I'm uh, Justin. I'm joined by Gavin and Mickey. We're all going to be y'all's hosts for this podcast. Uh, just a little insight on this podcast. We're going to be a gaming, anime, uh, nerdum, conspiracy theory, uh, you name it, cryptozoology. Anything you find interesting and just piques you, we'll have it at some point or another. Uh, just to get it all going, guys, it's spooky season. Uh, ghouls are out. Skeletons are dancing. You know, all the good stuff. And one of the spookiest things to me growing up in a small town out in the middle of nowhere was aliens because Hollywood represents aliens as abducting you from a farm town and uh, sucking you up and probing you in the butt. And uh, what are you, what's y'all's stance on aliens? You mean if they exist or not, right? Uh, heavily. That, that's, that's pretty much cracking the door on it. Yeah. See, my basis for it, though, is that the universe is too vast for not to be some kind of other life. No matter what it is. Micro, whatever. Anything. Fucking dinosaurs on another planet. Something has to be out there. Necessarily saying that they come and visit us and take people up in the sky and show them a good time in their ass. No. Well, that's a big sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting probed by aliens, man. Really uh, South Park made it seem cool. South Park did not make that shit seem cool. <laughs> Yeah, having a giant, you know, alien superstructure come out of your ass. <laughs> Dude, I uh, do like that they hide one in every single episode. Yeah. Well, the little alien, the yeah, little cameo the alien visitors. Yeah. yeah. Mick, what do you think about aliens, bro? I mean, do, do they know, exist in your mind? It. Yeah, for sure. But it's kind of the same thing that Gavin said. The universe is massive. You know, incomprehensibly huge. There's no way there's not something out there. But... You know, whether or not there's any spacefaring civilizations and if those spacefaring civilizations would, you know, know we exist or care enough to visit us, I'm not so sure. I feel that. Oh, well, just to uh, make you a little happy, Gavin, you're talking about the whole microorganism thing and whatnot. Mm. If I read correctly, it was either Jupiter or Neptune. One of those planets had gases, and I think it was methane. That was found in the atmosphere, and that can only be produced by a an organism, whether it be micro or an actual organism. So, methane can only methane gases pretty, can only come from. If I'm not mistaken, it's methane. It has to be decomposition uh, or something of the sort. Really? Mm-hmm. Cow farts. Cow farts. Methane filters. Cows puts, are farting on. Put suppressors on your cow's ass. Uh, but aliens, dude. Uh, decomposing organisms can only create methane. I, I could be corrected on that. I'm not the smartest when it comes to shit like this. I really no, just skim. Yeah, no, no, no. I skim. I skim. I skim over it. Yeah, yeah. I skim over it. I'm just like, this is interesting. And then you know, next thing you know, I fucking forget about it. And I remember why I'm taking a shower three days later. Yeah. But uh, I do this shit all the time. Man. Like to me, I, I believe aliens exist for the exist for the whole same reason y'all do. It's an open, never ending, forever expanding blanket of darkness. You just specked with different. Suns, and I'm talking all the different solar systems in the universe are literally specked out there. It's nothing's really, we're light years away from the next one over. And just to think that our one out of trillions and quadrillions, yeah. and we're the only ones, no, it's impossible. Every star you see is, you know, potential for something to exist, be out there. Yeah. And uh, apparently they're dead too. <laughs> Some of them, probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're just, just we're just seeing like the last blanket of it. It's like you know how many stars probably went by and they just disappear from the sky. Astronomers even look at it and it's like I didn't even notice that was gone until yesterday. It's it's always fucking baffled me that it's like that that the, the way that light travel travels and that's what oh, we yeah. see. Some well, stars oh, yeah, oh, are yeah, so far away that, that you that's know, the what, light started traveling when dinosaurs still exist. Well, that's what makes yeah, me yeah, scared. Dude, well, I mean, that's that's insane, man. Yeah. That that's how far away I can't even imagine something I know. in my head being light, that far away. You know, as far as we perceive it, is effectively instant. Yeah. You know, so yeah. to comprehend it's that it could take up. that long, you know, millions. Even we gave it a whole new scientific term. Yeah. We gave it a light dude, year, it's dude. Fucking insane. Like it has its own measurement of fucking light year. 
And uh, but that's what scares me about aliens is if something's out there smart enough and it's not even in our solar system and it's coming from another one, they've mastered a whole form of technology that we will we not can't come even across. comprehend. Like you know what I'm saying? Point. Yeah. And like even Faster coming down, like I, I think it's a, a real or Hollywood thing. Travel. It might be Hollywood. You know, files from Area 51. They say uh, aliens like humanoid. Uh-huh. No, I do. The whole humanoid structure is solely depending on terrain and Earth itself that made us this shape. Yeah. I mean, if you're from a, if a some, water planet, I'm sure yeah. you're going to look more squidish. Yeah, if you something evolved in a different environment, it very well <clears throat> may have a different body, a different structure. Yeah, I do. Uh, like a, yeah. Have either one of y'all, have y'all seen the movie Arrival? The Arrival? Oh, yeah. It's it's so. it's a very interesting one. The aliens come down, and at the very end, you find out that everything they're trying to tell us, and we mastered their oh. language. They trap. They talk with this little smoke cloud thing, and at the very end, we find out they're trying to give us a blueprint to save our society, to save the human race. And they like the Earth is so against them because we don't know what it is, and it's like the whole Earth finally unites because of one common enemy. Total Independence Day bullshit. Yeah. yeah, people are afraid of what they don't understand. <clears throat> yeah, in all reality, like they're coming down to save us. I think if something that advanced is coming down to mess with us, then it doesn't want to do us bad. It's just like we got that third world island that nobody's allowed to mess with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, think about it, dude. Yeah, we're about... a sentinel island in the universe, at least, you know, if there are spacefaring civilizations communicating with each other. Easy, bro. We're just throwing spears and rocks at their boat. That's all it is. We're <laughs> looking silly. Battleship. Yeah. Yeah, we're looking silly at a man. Uh, but they probably think we're too primitive to like. Yeah. Fuck with. If something is capable of traveling such a distance that we can't, we don't even know they exist. Then, I mean, yeah, what could we really do to defend ourselves at that point? No shit. Either that, or we do know, and the government's just keeping it from us. But yeah, you think the government There's... talks to aliens, bro? Yeah, I think they have. They they could have a few captured and just. <laughs> Bohemian Grove, the owl people that are really aliens. Well, I'm just saying, oh, oh my god, that's a good transition for ayahuasca vision of owl people. Yeah, oh, guys, yeah. Uh, y'all remember it here, listeners. We are going to have a very extensive podcast about uh, a lot of uh, adventures that we went on. And our buddy Mick over here. Experiences in our life. Experiences, yeah. yeah I'll experiences, say that. but... Uh, our buddy Mick over here, he, he's had quite the experience, and uh, it's going to trace back to the owl people, and uh, I hope you are ready for that. Just go Take our word on it. Man. Psychedelic adventure. Yeah, man. Uh, you know what I mean? Cause that's uh, Mick, actually, explain everything. I don't everything. bust off on that no, just, seven no. minutes into our first episode. <laughs> Dude, let, let's blow their mind. Just go ahead and start. Hit, hit from the start where you went, why you went there, and I mean, just let us know what happened. Uh, well, okay. Just... One of those times in life where you're in a bit of a transitionary phase. You don't know what you want to do. You have a little bit of disposable money. So I decide I'm going to go to Costa Rica and, you know, take ayahuasca since it's legal there. So, at least in certain contexts. So, I go down and it, it was certainly an experience. We uh, arrive. I'm the only person in this van going out to this place in the middle of nowhere. Uh, you know, just nice manual transmission Toyota van. I would love to have one myself. And I feel terrible because I threw up in the back of this guy's van. And, uh, yeah, I was still sick from the plane. So we get there, and I'm already in a bit of a bummer mood. And, uh, you know, it, I have a couple of days to acclimate before I actually take it. Because it's, it's quite a process. You know, I've been actually taking a pretty strict diet for the last couple of weeks before this, you know. Just preparing myself, because it's, it, it's something, all right. And uh, I guess to just cut to the chase, a couple of days later, I get ready for the first ceremony. I'm still in a bit of a bummer mood. But uh, I take it, I lay down, I feel a little queasy. Not much else happens that first night. So I'm beginning to think, what the fuck is going on here? This is, this is horse shit, you know? But then the second day was one of the craziest experiences of my life. I uh, go back, you know, take a drink about 5 p.m., and it sends me on, you know, a good 9, 10-hour odyssey. I got a question. Okay. How did it taste? It tasted very bitter. It's a really thick, like almost a sludge. Well, bitter oh. like coffee? Uh, No, like 
What are we talking kinda, about? Kinda, but a lot more so. It's not a pleasant taste at all. Like, even to a coffee drinker, you know, which I'm not, it would not be you talking good like taste. that uh, when uh. you're a kid and you couldn't swallow pills so your parents crushed it up and put it on something for you and you still get that taste of crushed medication bitter? Uh, I never had trouble with pills, but... uh, Yeah, yeah, I was a weird kid. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't take pills as a kid either, dude, for the life of me. I still can't take more than one pill at a time. I have to put water in my mouth first, dude. It's crazy. (laughs) So, so, oh yeah, my bad, man. No, you're good. You drink this magical sludge, and it slams you the next day. Yeah, no, it it slams me all night. And uh, the first thing that I remember happening was there's all these mattresses, you know, on the ground in this area that I'm in. And uh, in the middle, there's this stand with a candle on it. You know, just people can go over there, chill, look at the candle, whatever. Fire's really pretty whenever you're, you know, you're on psychedelics. Lights in general are very pleasant to the eye. So uh, I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm laying down, I kind of roll over, and I look over by this candle, and I see this robed figure. You know, it's uh, wearing a black cloak. It's probably, it's, it's down on its knees. It stands up, though, and it's pretty tall, you know? Like, it would be pretty tall for a person, but not, like, unbelievable, you know? Like, a good six eight, you know, big old dude. Okay, so it's, yeah. it's, like, at least a basketball player's height. For sure. It's it's rather large. And I see it, uh, you know, walking around this room, up and down between the rows of people. And, oh. you know, not looking down at them, but just looking straight ahead, zigzagging through the rows. And uh, when it gets over to me, I look up at it. And I see that it's, you know, a human figure, but it has the face of an owl. And it walks out this door. And I give it a minute because, you know, it kind of is uh, a bit of a weird thing to see. But I go outside the door and I walk over to this fire pit. And that's when I have a, a conversation, I guess you could say, with my dead cousin who died about six months earlier. You know, I'm having a hard time getting over this. We were really close. We grew up together. So it was a nice, you know, thing that kind of helped me let go a bit. Then I went and laid down in the grass, stared up at the stars, and it it got a little crazy here too because I'm laying down in the grass having involuntary movements in one of my arms. Like it's kind of flailing around, not wildly, but like in a slow manner, not like thrashing or anything, but it's moving a little bit. And I'm staring up at these stars, and suddenly it looks like I zoom in on one. Like, my vision just... To this distant star. It was the brightest one in the sky, and I'm staring at it. And it just... Suddenly I'm, you know... Not right in front of it, but considerably closer than I was. It's taking up a significant field of my vision. And it was... Probably a good 10 minutes. I just kind of sat there and felt it. So was it just like the blinding white light of how a star looks right now? Uh, to our eyes? Was it, was it or your TV? Or could you TV? see that it was like a ball of fire? Yeah. It was like a ball of fire. Okay, so it was yeah. like an actual, like, up close, you could it, that's, see it. it looked I mean, like... obviously I'm not, like, physically going to another place. Right, but, but that's to... how it is perceived in your head. It sure felt like it. Was it like your TV, it's, like how TV fucking makes a close-up sound, just like orange and yellow flickering, like, you know, the whole kind of ordeal? incredibly hard to actually describe. Oh, yeah, I imagine, dude. Uh, so yeah. far, you've already talked to an owl, you've made at peace with a dead loved one, and you're now, uh, okay. you're astro-walking. Yeah. yeah, you're astro-walking, yeah. dude. I so mean, that happened. come on, and give us more. Yeah, okay. So I kind of felt a presence at one point. I don't know why, but I felt like it was my grandma, who I was also pretty close to, who died, you know? Uh And I I go back inside, and eventually I'm laying there. My left arm is moving. And uh, I have a—on my left arm, I have a tattoo in honor of my, you know, my grandma, who died. It's a bee. So I'm sitting there looking at this bee. And the night before, I forgot to mention, it was disappointing, but I saw this fractal pattern, this, like, honeycomb pattern. And the next night, I'm laying there, and my arm's flailing around, and I'm looking at the bee. And then I see honeycombs again, and I see bees crawling out of it. And I just have this, like, epiphany in that moment that I was like, wow, I'm supposed to be a beekeeper. Really? Yeah. Huh. So, uh, Ayahuasca really uh, opened your eyes to... uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's, your physical eyes, but it really opened that uh, that barrier within your brain. Yeah, huh? it's it's not going to show you anything that's not already there. You know, it's, it really just helps uh, it, guide it, you down yeah. the path. It, there's of. a lot of things that I didn't go into detail about it. It 
it causes you in a lot of ways to confront negative aspects of yourself as well. Like, it turns all your thoughts inward. This is why the, Indian. why the Indians did it? I mean, the Indians, yeah, they, they took ayahuasca or... Uh, yeah. It, ayahuasca, the active chemical, was it? For mescaline? sure, always like... There's, yeah. DMT. So, yeah, the, so the, I, I think but the Indians DMT. would do this. So, you know, they'd go on their spirit walks. You know, you leave a boy, come back a man, or you leave a regular man, come back as a warrior or something. Do you think it was really like, you know, a lot of closure yeah, more than anything to transition to that next stage of life? Yeah, yeah, I don't think oh, it's no, like a, no a, a magic problem solver or anything, but I do think it can it can help you a lot with introspection, you know, and it, it is uh, in that way a tool, I think. Uh, it can, you know, you gotta take that stuff to heart. It's not like, you know, I don't know, you you, you get in what it's one of those you take out what you put in, I guess. You this wisdom, and it's you know it's that. It's the video game prompt screen comes up. Do you accept or do you not accept? Yeah. It's just a matter of... Yeah, yeah exactly. Man, uh, it's a matter of you what you do. You're talking about the owl people. and that That's just such a crazy thing to me. Uh, y'all know I'm obsessed with Bohemian Grove and the whole schmick of Hollywood praising the owl people. And like, the fact that Mick's saw an owl person comes up with my next question. This correlates back to aliens. Are owls an extraterrestrial species? They are so unlike... I mean, dude, twin owls are so much more than every like you know. Is an owl? An owl is like an imposter, bro. Yeah, dude, like white owls and like Spanish. Oh, dude, the Latrusa? Hell yeah, bro. But you talk, but you talk about that. But like with significant in several different mythologies. And owls are like a sheep and a wolf in sheep's clothing for me. It's like you know all these other birds. You can tell it, you know, looks like a bird, acts like a bird, you know, looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. So, so you're saying that owls just do a shitty job of pretending to be birds? Pretty much, bro. I mean, look at it. What other bird do you know is just going to break his neck backwards and look at you? Owls sit crisscross applesauce. Something ain't right with that, bro. You, so owls are not really demons, bro, but like, you know, owls are, there's a reason owls symbolize wisdom. Uh, I mean, owls are so smart. They're apex hunters. Uh, they're just crazy all together. And it's just like, there's no way. You look at certain things, you're like, how the fuck are you here? Like, owls are the fucking, like, evolved. I mean, they're... Dude, uh, actually... I think that about cats, Okay, yeah. Yeah, cuttlefish. I think there were cuttlefish. Cephalopods in general. Creatures come from easy. It was yeah. these old ass fucking aliens. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. People making stuff up after they see some weird fucking creature, you know? Because like, imagine you know an early human seeing an octopus somehow, some way, you know, a crazy deep sea creature that they would have no way of being exposed to until they, you know. Yeah, one washes up on the shore or something, and they're like, "What the fuck is this?" Are they the devolved? Like mm-hmm. subspecies uh, of it, these, it possibly could man. Like uh, intellectual aliens. It could be, and like with aliens, bro. What freaks? Not really freaks me out. I say freaks me out, and really anything that I can't just grasp with my own mind is. Yeah. Oh, so basically, like yes. seeding planets. Like yeah. yeah. Well, like you know, you know, they okay. talk about yeah. gods <laughs> and demigods and mythologies. Uh, what is anything that a human see? sees that stronger than it can do things that it can do is automatically perceived as a god and it's been that way since right. ancient cultures so what if these things are just washed yeah. out forms of stronger beings that we consider extraterrestrials that's what I'm saying yeah de-evolved de-evolved I mean yeah pretty pretty much bro like what if humans like what if that was our whole thing what if we're just like you know the base model of like you know something that could have been way up there you know what I'm saying man like you know you ever see the theory I saw this little picture that I saw a picture that it was uh, aliens oh, yeah. putting uh, Adam and Eve on a spaceship and sending them to Earth when Mars was uh, drying out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's weird. This is like, uh, you know, not necessarily an idea that originates from this, but it very much seems to be a thing that's, you know, common in, like, Nazis and stuff. You know, the whole idea of, like, the Ubermensch, you know, like a superior race Dude, look at uh, look at the movie Prometheus. Yeah. Like, the engineers. The engineers were an alien okay, species yeah. that made other alien species just for the fact they had the stuff to do it. Yeah. I mean, 
Look, we're getting to the point where we're able to clone stuff with exact DNA. And how long till we get ultra DNA and make something perfect? Man, you know it's a really good, like, fucking space adventure. Not adventure, like, Odyssey-type movie. Uh, Pandora, I think it's called. Either that or Chrome. What was that movie you just said? Prometheus? Nah, uh, the Pandora. It's one where their ship is, like... Stuck in deep space, and like everybody who has come out was a fucking goddamn it. I don't know the name of it, so never mind. Fuck it. <laughs> Cloverfield Paradox? No. I'm about to Google it. Yeah. Somebody, uh, dude, somebody uh, comment. You want to, I mean, like, what if we were made just as building blocks from these aliens? What if that's why they don't come down and fuck with us? They're like, we already know what y'all are gonna do, what y'all can do. We just wanna see y'all do it. Why do we run simulations on computers? We're just in a fucking, uh, like a fucking, uh, fucking, we're an ant farm. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly, dude. Farm. But uh, and this is only uh, this is, and what we're talking about can be proven by science, hands down. Aliens can be proved by science. Oh, let me talk about the other spooky dooky thing that's out there. That spooky dooky, bro. You ever had a spooky dooky? They're not. They're not present. Oh, they can be. The science is Taco Bell is not good for you. That's the science behind it. Spooky dookie, bro. Go ahead and treat yourselves, guys. It's October. Go have a spooky dookie. Fair. Uh, but no, man. Uh, what do y'all think about the whole thing behind uh, demons and ghosts? Do y'all believe in those? I definitely uh, do. I think exactly no. I think that they are either. I don't know what the fuck they are, but I think they work walk between like planes of existence, and some are good. And just some like are an nth dimension being. Well, I wouldn't say like that. I'd say like it's like Earth, but it's on a different plane. You know, like. No, I got you. Do like the other side, like Stranger Things, the Dark World, like like multiverse, but like in layers on top of each other, and you can like accidentally rip open like rifts in between the stranger two. things homie yeah yeah basically the dark world basically. the upside down so you're, you're bioshock infinite yeah. perfect, bioshock perfect. Shock uh, infinite. if you guys listening uh like video games yeah. and you want a good storytelling rifts. game that really shatters your fucking mind play bioshock infinite all the way through you'll never be the same again but uh mick what what's up with you and ghosts and, or demons or you know evil entities like why don't you think there's something there I don't know. I think that it's uh, a lot of times when people experience, you know, in air quotes, a paranormal activity of some sort. It's because they're already on edge and they see something. What about like a normally? They say younger children are able to perceive these things more than an adult will because their mind's still open to the actual things of the universe. You know what I'm saying? I've heard it a million times from a lot of people, but when you're a kid. And uh, oh, yeah. I'll say well, this, this may seem crazy, but I've seen it talked about on Twitter and Facebook. Were you ever playing you saw the Shadow Man run across your doorway? Yeah, I saw Shadow people like at 3 o'clock in the morning and shit when I was up too late. Like when I was like 7. Like, but I know people who have had yeah. like run-ins with drugs and like feel like they're being followed by a shadow. But, uh, but I mean, that, that right there is, you know, you, that's yeah, just I mean, like, the human mind deteriorating. Yeah. Methamphetamines, yeah. dude. People will fucking see like... Everybody on meth describes these shadow guys. Nah, dude, I, I'm not six years old shooting up meth, but like you know. Well, yeah, that's not what I'm. That's not what I'm like, saying. Uh, like uh, I, a lot of people describe these things called the shadow people or shadow that'll just zoom by doorways. And uh, the older I got, pretty much exactly the same. Yeah, the older I got, dude, uh, I stopped seeing them. The older I got, a lot less freaky stuff started happening well, in my right. life. Exactly, but I think it's part of that thing that the older you get, yeah. you automatically, well, you get to that thing when you're older, you're just like, you, to make yourself comfortable, you blame it on something else as quick as you can. Oh, that piece of paper fell. Oh, the AC's on. The door's shut. It got pulled through with the draft. You know, like, what if there, to me, energy itself is the core of the universe. Uh-huh. The spiritual energy when you die there's actually a uh, there's a scientific weight loss like you know so much of like a a fucking half a little piece of a gram like is missing from your body and I think that's like you actually have energy within you and uh, I think that the bad energy and good energy can coincide and make these things like they say uh me myself I'm a and I go to a facility and there's a lot of bad energy at these places. What bigger place to mass produce bad energy than a 
and then all these older and higher ups. So what you're saying is you act as a conduit for the uh, otherworldly? I don't, I'm not saying I do, but the place itself, mm. the uh, the whole of the bad energy collected there, I think that whatever it is, it's a beacon it's of sorts. Yeah, like, you know, uh, because uh, these older people that I've talked to and people that have been there a lot longer and I've even been alive, Mm. Well, say they seen some freaky things up in there, man. And uh, I can't really talk about or go into detail with a lot of that stuff. Uh, you know, just yeah. certain aspects. I just can't yeah. talk about it. But I think, uh, oh, shit, dude. I don't even think I've seen some crazy stuff as a kid growing up in a uh, Mexican family. Mexican families are super superstitious, man. Like, you know, it's pretty wild. And uh, you see shit, you hear shit, you're told not to do this, you're told not to do that, this will cause bad juju, a curse on you or something of the sort. Uh, there's been times I feel jinxed. Uh, I think bad energy is manifested into ghosts and demons and like, you know, I think whatever you put out there, like, but also, you know, people were like, you know, I see my, uh, like, make, when you're on hallucinogenics, you made it peace mm -hmm. with your lost one. Yeah. But I think that was, uh, you know... It's like, you know, how you talk yeah. about it. it's more of it, the thing. It was that, all in my head. Exactly. Part but of I think my that's thing what a lot was, of people do. Yeah, like, you no, know, my, my whole experience there. I, I had like arranged, you know, we hadn't hung out in a while. Yeah. And basically, like a couple months, you know, before he died, like a month or so, you know, we were supposed to hang out, but something fell through and we mm -hmm. couldn't meet up and then he dies. And, and I, mean, I felt uh, like shit. I mean, I mean,. I understand that 110%. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. it's happened to me. Not that exact situation, but, you know, mm -hmm. along the same lines. But yeah. I think these people that, like, you know, see ghosts. Yeah. Uh, some of it's a little coincidental to the time of passing and how close they were to the person. Right. Like, I'm talking, like, you know, this lady lost her husband. And a week later, she's saying, my husband's seen yeah. me while I'm in the shower. He's seeing I me in the mirror waving at me. a coping mechanism. I think it is. And yeah. it's a lot of chemical imbalancing. But mm -hmm. some shit, dude. Exorcisms, bro. Go, yeah, go listen. That's that's the point I was gonna bring up with uh, uh, it just being all in your head and shit like that. Emily Rose, I mean, that's like a pretty famous. What a coincidence, girl. buddy! I was actually about to bring that up. Emily Rose, actually, yeah, Emily Rose. She was I don't believe it. She was possessed in the audio files, presumably yeah. through seven voices inside of her. Yeah, and I think she was just a crazy person. How did she learn Latin? That fast? that I cannot explain. I think but, that there's. Yeah. I think that there's. Yeah. Uh, we've talked. I think I maybe they were even in on it. The people recording it, you know, you a lot so? of these things are hoaxes. Yeah, like, I don't know, dude, man. the Vatican actually has otherworldly shit locked up. Yeah. Necronomicon mentioned in different. Uh, they're waterboarding Cthulhu down there. Oh yeah, dude, they're they're giving him what he wants. He's getting off by. He loves the chaos, bro. Yeah, no. Have you guys played? Uh, South Park, the fractured butthole. Yeah, dude. Okay, no, they totally have shoved under there and that's like I, I'm allowed to say that because it's a name I'm not saying yeah you're good yeah there no, you go. go yeah yeah you know, we're talking uh, about Lovecraftian horror yeah knows that there's some weird shit now. be glad yeah. somebody can actually pronounce the names yeah. god I struggle well, I, 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 I get sometimes I'm drooling when I start yeah. trying to you know but uh no uh, okay things. but yeah. uh like to go on that dude it's just it's weird that there's all these things that, and they all revolve around the same stories and the same uh the same thing that it requires to sum them all some type of bad energy or something bad happening and i think that for every good there must be a bad heaven and hell uh you know yin and yang there's always going to be the balance and i think as long as we're the living there's always going to be the imbalance of something else that represents the exact opposite of us like the heartless from kingdom hearts there's always going to be the other side, the opposite, bro. And this is where we get demigorgons. I fucking feel that, bro. But no, guys, uh, on that note, we'll be back here in a few. I'm going to give you all a little, little cut through, a little brief summary of uh, more about our podcast and what we stand for. Hey, guys, it's Justin here. Just to give you a little background on our podcast. Uh, like I said, we're three friends. We grew up together. Mick was uh, one of my better buddies in high school. Gavin grew up with him ever since a kid. Uh, we're just pretty much Texan born and raised from what I know. And uh, 
We just want to do a little something. We're all we're all the nerdier background. We'll play video games, watch anime, uh, comic books. Everybody has their own little expertise in a certain area. We're all people that really dwell into the knowledge of the universe and just want to know more of the weird facts and the science behind it. I mean, the more you know, the better. But uh, thanks for giving us a listen. Stay with us, and uh, let's get back to it. All right, guys, uh, we're back. And then just to stay on that little topic of uh, things that are out there, just a little sus. <laughs> you feel? I mean. What do you mean by a little sus? Like what? Uh, Things that go uh, knocking in the night. The Things that go bumping in the night, bro? Yeah, you know, bumping in the night. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> there's these things that you hear about when you're kids. Like, you're a Mexican kid. You hear about La Chusan, the Cucuy, and... La Llorana and shit like that, and you're just like... I don't know what any of that is, bro. Well, you know what we got time today. Yeah. Well, yeah, dude, uh, so... I'm talking about the things that are out there that people say aren't out there, but you know that are out there, and I'm not talking about out in space. I'm talking about in our backyards. Uh, I'm talking cryptozoology, boys. What What's y'all's favorite? Man, one for my childhood was fucking Wookalars, bro. What? What the what fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, I know. Wookalars, bro. My dad, I guess my dad made it up or heard it from somewhere, but yeah, he just said that they were basically the rake. Huh. The closest description to it would be the rake, is basically, except there was a bunch of them and they were like more apish. Yeah. Is how he described them, and he said that if you were, like, sneaking out at night and stuff like that. He told me this when I was, like, seven, so hopefully. <laughs> What's up? Okay, my question is, uh, this is gonna be one of those. You gotta know the backstory to understand the backstory. Yeah. What's okay. a rake? <laughs> the rake? I, I, I don't know. You've never heard of like the rake and shit? Basically, it's like a like a. Oh yeah, uh, you use it to scrape up leaves out of your yard. But uh. Terrifying. <laughs> but uh. From basically from what I've like seen of it and shit, it's just like something that creeps around in the woods. Like tall and skinny or some shit. Like no, that. not like slender man. More like towards <laughs> no, no, the not like, like that. But like longer limbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like humanoid. So like sort of how Fallout seventy six depicts a Wendigo. Uh, I've never seen Ooh, the Wendigo in Fallout seventy six. It, it's the Wendigo. It's just like this. I guess you call it like a seven foot human with disproportionate limbs, a little bit longer with long nails, and it's completely right. It's pale. like a humanoid creature. Yeah, yeah. lanky, like yeah, yeah doesn't wear clothes. Stretched out, <laughs> doesn't look right. Has like fucking yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, but I, yeah, I was shit a brick if I was out camping and saw that. But yeah, yeah, that was my dad's campfire story for us when we were little. The rake. He'd be like, "Well, go take out the trash mm. and watch out for Wookalars." <laughs> Wookalars, yeah, bro. It sounds like Sounds like some Star Wars yeah, shit, bro. The Wookalars. Yeah, it's a race. The natural for in predator space. of the Wookiee. <laughs> the Wookalars. I don't what know a- where he got it, but yeah. <laughs> what about you, Mick? Okay, yeah, the Wendigo thing. Good transition there, because I find the entire concept terrifying. You know, there's a few cannibals, different man. versions of it, but yeah, anything that you know has an unsa- insatiable desire to consume human flesh. Yep. You know, is scary as fuck. Well, and... Something, like, it depends on if we're talking about, like, the more demonic possession type or the physical creature type of Wendigo, you know? Because whatever yeah. folklore you go off of, it's different. But right. really, the whole just idea of some forest-dwelling creature or spirit that wants nothing more than to devour you. And gets pretty crazy. tricky about it, you know? Yeah. Just giving it a little uh, Google there, it pops up as the tale goes the Wendigo was once a lost hunter. During a brutally cold winter, this man's intense hunger drove him to cannibalism. So this is like the origin stories of like the the, first Wendigo? Well, there's uh, a a thing. I don't know if it's more phenomenon, uh, disease, what you'd call it, but Wendigo psychosis, look it up. It's... uh, Basically, when somebody is driven to cannibalism, and there was a famous example of a guy who, in like the late 1800s in Canada, uh, was up there living in the woods with his family, and uh, basically goes off and, during the winter, uh, says that they, you know, died because they were all, you know, running out of food, whatnot, blah, blah. You know, believable story. Yeah, like they were all starving to death, mm -hmm. pretty much. Almost 15 fucking foot tall. Yeah, okay, so this guy, this dude, 
goes and you know he he shows up and for the story you know talking about how they almost starved this guy is looking pretty well fed you know he doesn't look like he was oh he's a little plump the winter. he's not like fat but he's definitely not you know thin emaciated you know on the verge of starving to death so they go back you know someone goes and checks out this guy's camp you know and there's the bodies of his children and wife all of whom you know it's very evident that they died brutal deaths so yeah this guy just somewhere in the woods goes nuts kills his family eats them nobody really knows if it was you know actually out of hunger and desperation or if he just went crazy cabin fever who knows look at this artist oh, picture wendigo one. psychosis yeah and then uh that what boy's was thick that <laughs> game the, just looks like, like a minotaur basically the qte antlers. game where the wendigo is uh what until dawn yeah, yeah i was yes. gonna bring that up that shit slaps it's a good ass game dude yeah. uh the 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 depicted Wendigos in it are pretty nice, yeah. too, you know? it's a nice, like, uh, not something you'd expect to see in a game like that, I guess. Well, I mean, I enjoy the whole, like, B-horror vibe of that so Right, much. yeah, dude. Yeah. It was like playing through, like, a cheesy fucking horror movie. It really yeah, was. it really it was. Nice. was. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, from what I've... From what I heard, this is a while back when I first learned about the Wendigos and got into cryptozoology. Mm-hmm. The Wendigo, pretty much, uh, they believe that eating other human flesh would give you fucking the powers of the gods. Yeah. Consuming, wh- consuming what they have created would give you the powers of the gods. Mm-hmm. And pretty much consuming human flesh in Native American culture. I mean, and it still is to this day, is strictly forbidden and was looked down upon. Mm. And it was also another belief that this oh, yeah. uh, was it's a lost uh, hunter and he went to cannibalism. Yeah, and he started the, getting this, the powers of the gods, but mm-hmm. it was something that the human body couldn't process. Yeah. So it turned well, him into this beast, but I've always heard it did have deer antlers, yeah. dude. Well, in my opinion... Like, yeah. the, the nature and the man start intertwining. Yeah, the reason stories like that arise is because, you know, like you were saying, in a lot of, you know, Native American and, uh, you know, Canadian, I don't really know, you know, what you'd call their tribes, but tribal cultures uh, in a lot of places do have... You know, things like that from a folklore standpoint, because they look down on cannibalism, you know, and rightfully so. Uh, it's So you think it was like the fear tactic? Like yeah, I think it, it was, was more metaphorical. Yeah, I think yeah. it was, they, yeah, more of a metaphorical saying, like, thing. I think it was the whole idea of, you know, if you eat human flesh, you know, you'll be driven to madness. And You also got to think, they were really into heavily... Spiritualism. They yeah. were very, like, spiritual and people. Yeah. Shout out to Ayahuasca. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. Oh, man, but... uh. Yeah, dude, the Wendigo. The Wendigo and the Rake sound like uh, cousins, pretty much. Yeah, both, In a way, you know, yeah. terrifying forest dwellers. Dude, growing up, uh, for me, I guess you'd call it cryptozoology. Uh, the Latrusa was scary as fuck growing up. So what, what is, is this? The Latrusa is, and I'm sorry for uh, all the Hispanic listeners. I'm not good at pronouncing it. I was raised predominantly white. <laughs> I, I'm half and half, dude. Little creamer for your coffee, you know. Oh, that's cute. But yeah, thank you, thank you. Splash of cream. <laughs> Splash of cream, something like that. I'm a coconut. But uh, brown on the outside, white on the inside. Yeah, it depends on the time of the year. <laughs> that's like, okay. So you're green on the outside. Yeah. Honestly. All right, I, I feel we're you. all green. Chuffiel. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but no, uh, it was it was this witch. Then she uh, apparently different stories growing up from different people. You hear about twenty different stories for the same fucking thing. Right. But it was a witch. She had a son. No. <clears throat> yeah, it was a son. Yeah, this this kid was just like hideous or something. Everybody in the village didn't want to marry him or be with him and. So he pretty much started killing all the women in the village. Or, no, she, the, the witch just started killing all the women and placing curses. So they Wait. burned her at the stakes. This is back in, like, you know, way, you know, okay, so little uh, Pueblo mud hut villages in Mexico. An before. incel whose mother gets mad that none of the ladies want him and decides to torch the village? Yeah, so straight hotel baits. Jesus. Okay. The whole psycho thing? Yeah. The mother's in charge. Jason Voorhees, the mother, speaks to the son, I guess. But no, uh, so pretty much they burned her at the stakes. And when they burned her, she cursed an owl and transferred her soul to the owl. But doing so, she locked her soul into the owl for all of eternity. And it's the legend goes that she likes. And there was also one that she killed all the children in the village or 
whatever fit the parents' point of view to scare the kids. You know, the boogeyman right. in the closet. Yeah. Brush your teeth or your teeth. Monsters can come pull your teeth. You know, there's always stories to scare the kids. Yeah. But so pretty much. I think much, that's where a lot of it comes Yeah, from. but yeah. pretty much a lot of it was if you were a, I mean, I guess you would call it not full into maturity. So pretty much, you know, anything under 18, 17, somewhere around there before you really hit the full change. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, when, you're when your at, imagination is at its peak. Yeah, this fucking thing would come down, and this owl would be massive. I'm talking like a eight-foot wingspan, something like that. And this owl would come down, and it'd pick up children or kill kids or anything younger of the sort. So this big-ass owl was coming around. Big white owl. And picking up children. Yeah, like some straight, scooping them yeah. up like Don't small know dogs go, in the backyard. Maybe, you know. Mm. So maybe that's what the white owl with my, you know, ayahuasca Yeah, dude, the owls. The shepherd of souls. Everything. When I was, uh, speaking of white owls, dude, I almost hit one in my dad's truck once. Oh, shit. Yeah, it tried to fly into our vehicle, man. I'm telling you, white owls are, uh, Harry Potter lies to you. (laughs) White owls are bad. Our fucking, uh, it, it was manual windows and we were smoking in it, like smoking cigarettes. Yeah. And, uh, we were on the back roads back to and... The window was halfway rolled down, and it, like, tried to get into the window and get into the truck. It was really fucking weird. It was, like, acting all weird and all kinds of shit, dude. Dude, so, fucking, uh, but... It's crazy. tweaking freaks me out. Yeah, yeah dude. dude the, like, uh, yeah. But this white owl, to get rid of it, you would see it, and you could... There's legends and, uh, I want to say personal experience. The people out there can say it's bullshit. I've been in a family get-together where they've seen a white owl. A massive white owl perked on top of the fucking light post. And this is with my Mexican family, so shit's getting real. Yeah. Well, the only way to get rid of this thing is to curse at it in Spanish. You know, pretty much verbally abuse this thing and just throw, <laughs> call fucking, it slurs. throw objects at this so thing, So call bro. the bird a dumb slut and hope it leaves. Yeah, fucking no. Just cuss at it in Spanish and throw fucking objects and pretty much scare it away. That's but, fucking great. Yeah, dude. And, well... So we see this, and all my theos and theos look up, and they see this out. And on everything, bro, you hear the cackle of an old fucking lady laughing. Sure and that, you sure that this wasn't the crackhead shri- down the street? No, dude, it was the cackling of a shriek of a fucking witch, and it was terrifying. Well, so they see this owl, and all the adults are standing up. Some drunk, some sober, nobody knows. Right. <laughs> They're throwing everything, cussing at in Spanish. This thing does this little fucking flap hover thing, like... You know, like that sort of standard ground yeah, thing an animal does. Its chest. And then it just flew off out of nowhere. And I so was wait, a believer. When it was, when it was doing all this, you, you saw this with your own eyes. I right? saw this out. Indeed. Okay, so you saw it on top of the light post with an eight-foot wingspan. I didn't see it fucking straight. Like, I, I, I can't say that it's like an eight-foot wingspan. I right. mean, honestly. It looked large is what you're if, saying. If, How old were you? This is like when I was 15. Mm, okay, so yeah. I would, yeah. I'd probably give its wingspan easy five foot, five Jesus. and a half. Five yeah. to six I mean, foot. Owls there. are pretty fucking yeah, large. Point is, this is a big ass bird. Yeah, dude, and uh, that right there, that was one of the biggest things cryptozoologists growing up that I think I have seen, and it made me a believer in that. Well, are white owls common for this area of Texas? No. Uh, burrowing owls some types of owls right like barn right owls, but i mean you know? i mean like specifically owl, white owls, owls. Are more of a brown shade dude i i did see a white owl in a cemetery here once really yeah white owls are it always at the worst you never the or formerly known as the i should say you never yeah. you never find a white owl in a good spot at the right time yeah. just put it that I just, way i still think it's hilarious that a putt-putt course butts up to a cemetery it is kind of odd. Yeah, like, the, dude, it was the it was if you took a picture of it, it was the perfect transition of the story of life, <laughs> <laughs> having fun as a kid and then truly enjoying it and then boom, you're dead. Well, I mean, it is also <laughs> something you could be like, hey, kids, I know your grandma just died, but let's go ra- ride yeah, go karts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Take the edge off the batting cages. <laughs> dude, maybe play uh, some uh, air hockey. Okay. Jesus. I- uh, do y'all believe in fucking Nessie, bro? Loch Ness monster. I'm a firm believer. I have been I to not. Loch Ness and I do not. I believe that there was something there at one point. I think it was all well, back in the ancient times when the water level okay. d- you know, went How'd down. How'd they get a yeah. picture of it? I think at some huh? point. How'd they get a picture of it? It could have been the last one. Okay, well, the I picture, the guy who actually took the famous photo has come out and claimed it. It's bullshit. You can read about how it was faked. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh-huh. Well, so he's that getting, one's. He's getting jumped and hit with the brick. 
Yeah. I don't know. That I, just, one, I just never no. believed in it. No, like, I, think, my theory I didn't was, think it was possible. My theory was when the water descended on the earth, like, yeah. you know, everything the, the used real, to be underwater. I'll the real issue biologically. Pretty, pretty, pretty much but. the dinosaurs got stuck there in just years of inbreeding. Okay. Made them well, smaller. The real issue with why there couldn't be anything that large in Loch Ness undetected is that there's nothing in that ecosystem that could sustain something that big. It would hunt all its prey to extinction. Very good point. Very and, good point. Yeah. Also, they've done plenty of tests on the water, analyzing DNA samples out of it and such. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. I Obviously, that could be bullshit. But what motivation would they have to lie to people? It's It would be the biggest tourist attraction on Earth if it were real. Jeez, so. But that, that's how the big organizations get off. They lie to you. <laughs> you think it's just some dude sitting in a corner cranking it because he knows that the Loch Ness monster is real? Having a mental, he is, he's having yeah. a mental splooge because he has knowledge that yeah. the other world doesn't. <laughs> it's the ultimate form of greed, just holding this for a Or that knowledge. everybody refuses to believe. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. bro. Insane. The Vatican knows about Nessie. The Vatican knows about Nessie. Why would Wait, the Vatican The have Vatican has three any... of them underground in an aquarium. Yep. Right, right next to the Ark of Covenant is a big aquarium with a fucking and the three Loch Ness monsters. And the children. <laughs> yep, that's where all the children go. The oh, yeah, state. the Get children thrown. are actually there to feed to the Loch Ness monster. Yep. It's actually the owl people. The they owls are feeding the, the Loch Ness monster <laughs> with small children under the Vatican. Where, it's where, confirmed. It's canon. What's 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 your backup uh, facts on the Vatican knowing about Nessie, though? Oh, boy. Let's go ahead and open this yeah, box. Dude, the Catholic yeah. Church, episode one. <laughs> let's rewind to me going to a Catholic church. I've never... Just about them knowing about Nessie. Oh, no. Well, well it's the whole thing behind it. Because I went to a Catholic church one time, uh-huh. and I've never actually felt like I was in a cult until I've been to a Catholic church. You kneel, you speak at the same time, you got a dude wearing a red robe, two people wearing a fucking white robe is walking up. But again, what does like, that have to do with Nessie? Because it all goes up to this massive cult is all headed by the Pope and the Vatican. The, the religion was here before governments. Right. The Christian religion was here before anything. Well, they, not anything. They, they started the government. Bro. They started the governments. <laughs> exactly, bro. There's no separation of church and state. The church is the state, man. But no. Uh, so okay. pretty much that they have all this forbidden knowledge they acquired over time. Like, you know, the library of, uh, what was the library of Alexander? Was that the name? That Alexandria, yeah. Alexandria. The, it had all the store knowledge up until that point burned down. But they say there's actually a fucking copy that the Catholic religion had copies of all these texts. And everything throughout time that was considered superstitious on the other side, demonic, or, you know, anything of the other world, pretty much, I'm pretty sure the Vatican has, like, men in black that go and take this shit and just store it, you know, for the fucking Catholic religion to hold. So, fuck yeah, they have fucking Nessie. But where's the link between the two? Okay, Justin, this is is the trap a a lot of conspiracy theorists fall into. They say, because... X is true, Y is also true, even though X and Y are not related. You know, you make a jump from one thing to the next, and you're like, well, they do all this crazy shit, that means they also do this crazy shit, which is totally unrelated to that crazy shit, but because pretty, this shit's okay. crazy, they, they also might do that. Not, they might not own no. an Essie, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty just sure, I'm pre- no, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> that they looked heavily into it. But why? What? 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 what would... it, it could go back to the whole religious thing. We want to know everything that's on earth. Well, why God created this thing and that thing? We have, we have, think... ev- we have all the knowledge up until this point. Why not expand further knowledge? Well, religious organizations love having a monopoly on truth, or at least what they want people to perceive as truth. Right. You know, they want to be the only source. You know, that people. Exactly. The whole like, there's no way to heaven except through me thing. You know. Hmm. Yeah, uh, by the way, last time I went to church, I donated $10, so I'm guaranteed heaven. Yeah, dude, that's, that's your, your golden ticket is stamped. That's how you it know? goes, bro. It's just Signed, like, you know, sealed, and delivered. You know, people like on death row, you're like, oh, they're coming to terms with God. I mean, I'm pretty, and then you're just like, boom, they get to heaven like that. You're like, what the fuck? But no, besides, besides the Vatican knowing about Nessie, the Vatican knows about other shit too, dude. Like what? It, okay, so like you, the Necronomicon. Like Oh, the, the oh, Necronomicon, yeah? bro, mentioned in Evil Dead, it's mentioned in Lovecraftian fucking culture. Well, that's where it was originated from. He so, made it up. Allegedly. Hypothetically, yes. Are you, are you saying he... Wait. 
you are you saying HP had like church oh, knowledge? Of... I thought you were saying Sam Raimi made it up. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, no. like you know the whole. The Necronomicon every... comes from yeah. Lovecraftian horror. Okay, yeah, well, I was like, what the fuck? Like, no. And this could just be me doing that late at night, really dwelling into the dark side of the web. And the link that I did find a lot of the Vatican shit was on the. It was on the dark web. I really dwelled into, like, you know, I don't like reading stuff about that on just any old pages on the internet. Yeah. Because heavily You mean modified. the surface web. Exactly. So, like, you get in there, and there's actually believed that there was a book bound by human skin that is, it was carbon dated oh, older well. than the actual Bible. The Dead Sea Scrolls was carbon dated older than those. And this thing had this ancient text that, that nobody can really decipher. And you see these illustrations of looking like Wait, so it's in a language that nobody understands. Pretty much. The torturing and the sacrificing and all this and that. This book is... they don't. Even, I don't know what the pages are made out of. I don't want to know. But they're pretty sure it was written in some form of blood because the red lettering on it. Like, did you ever hear like, there's the story of like the Vatican had Jesus' first Bible? They mm-hmm. had like fucking gold leaf ink in there, bro. And like it was his personal, like, you know diary that he'd carry along with them like there's there's stuff that's down there that they don't want the people knowing about bro the vatican they even talk about aliens in the vatican man like no shit what what more would know about something coming down from the skies and the religion that worships the heavens above wait what they worship the heavens above so of course something comes down from the sky they're gonna jot it down they're gonna know about it before anybody bro I think I guess that's the real. Fair. They don't know about Mothman though. They can't hold down <laughs> Mothman. The Catholic Church. The thing is, they have. There's so many people involved in it, and they have so much money. They're everywhere, and they have unlimited resources, and that's the true power of the Catholic Church. Is money? Yeah. Yeah. With money and influence, you know, and those two things go hand in hand. There's only two things that make this world go round, and that's money and sex, and the Catholics. There's a lot of it. They have boners made out of money. Yeah. It's crazy, bro. They steal children from all across the world. Do you think fucking... Uh, we're not going to talk about okay, this right no, now. We'll talk about this, we'll talk about this okay. on, a, on oh. a side podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, a deep dive. Yeah, yes, we'll, we'll yes, do a yeah. deep dive one day on this kind of stuff, man. Uh, on that note, we're going to go ahead and end it. We appreciate you guys listening. Give us a like, share, subscribe to Looney Goons. Uh, give us a share on social media. We're going to be up soon. We're going to have the social media out there. I uh, appreciate you guys. Be ready next Monday for some more shenanigans.